I was sitting, <laughs> we were sitting watching the Patriots game with uh, with James and Chris, and I was like, oh, well, we got our first tie. There's no way that this game's going to end, and it did. So there we go. I'll go to move be fair, over even my... if they tied, the game still would have ended. <laughs> At least I hope Anyways. so. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking asshole. Actually, uh, that game is still going on right now. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's tied 106 to 106. Dude, he was 5'10", but his dick was like, I don't know, 10'7". I keep shaking my head too much, and it's making my butt go crazy. Oh, God. Is that Tim Tebow crap? Jizzy is short. I will spread for daddy. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to Garbage Time with Boda. I'm here, Zach. What's going on? El Sog. I got Drew with me today. Drew, how's it going? Good. Yeah, that's nasty here. Uh, we got some wonderful, wonderful football recap and preview for you today. We're going over week one and week two. Recap and preview. All um, in one show, you lucky Yes, all in people. one show. All in one show. We're going to condense <laughs> week one recap. We're going to give our games of the week for you. Um, our disappointments of the week for you. And then our surprises. Um, of so. The week. Of the week, of the week. So let's start off. Let's start off. Um, Drew, I'll let you go first. We'll 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 take our game of the week, our games of the week. I guess we'll roll with that. Drew, your game of the week, sir. My game of the week was also kind of a surprise, but not my surprise of the week. So figure that one out. Cincinnati and Minnesota. Okay. I thought this was a game that Minnesota should have marched into Cincinnati and just pretty much walloped them. I, Minnesota's defense is. Usually not too bad. <laughs> that that day they were pretty bad. Not great. Not great. Um, but no, bad Joe enough Burrow. To lose. Joe Burrow looked better than I anticipated, given his circumstance. Jamar right. Chase finally shook his case of the drops and put up big numbers, which is really good to see. Pretty much what we expected. He did. I mean, he he chose the right week to do it. Week one, best week to do it, and yeah. huge part in why they won that game. But now look. The big thing about this game for me, Mira, um, <laughs> goddamn. Uh, the big thing about this game for me was the fact that it showed that the Bengals can hang in a game and win it tight at the end. That's a much harder win than going out and being up by two touchdowns the whole game and just maintaining that lead. Being able to dogfight it down to the end and and really break it out when it matters is huge especially for a team that's in the Bengals situation that that shows that the team is progressing exactly uh, and I mean it, it's promising you have that rekindled connection between Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase now and you know that is something that they looked at and you know we kind of saw that as well they're probably making a mistake they should have taken um, Panay Sewell um, and got that extra protection for Joe Burrow especially coming off that injury you know, if you're a Bengals fan, you see the outcome of week one. You see how Jamar Chase has fit into the system so far. Do you have those same kind of, I wouldn't even call them regrets, maybe like, I would say just like thoughts. Do you have the same thoughts there? Like, are right. you still like, okay, we probably still still should have taken Panay Sewell. Well, or, here's, here's my thought. I'll let you take it. I think that Panay Sewell overall probably would have been a better pick just in the fact that it's pure protection for Joe Burrow, and that is priority one. But I do think that that little reunion with Jamar Chase is helping Joe Burrow regain his confidence a little bit because he now has someone that he's had a connection with in the past, I'm sure feels like he can trust, and mm -hmm. I would imagine, at least to some degree, knows where he's going to be pretty much all the time because he knows how he plays so I think that's huge for him. I think that's helping him be like, okay, I know where Jamar is going to be. If I'm in deep shit, it, it's it's a security blanket to a degree. That that connection, that level of familiarity, mm -hmm. I think helps Joe Burrow with his poise and getting his head back in the game and not being terrified of someone else snapping one of his other legs. Yeah. As if he has more than one other leg, but whatever. Whoops, again. Um, <laughs> it's all good. Uh, but yeah, that, that's my thought. The Vikings, 
didn't look quite as good as I thought that they would. Again, um, offense looked all right. Pretty pretty average Vikings offense. The defense wasn't great. No, no, it was not. It was it it, it, it was bad enough to lose that game for them. So facts. I mean, congratulations, Bengals. Yeah, yeah, I know. Honestly, like you know, starting the season off one and zero, tied atop the. AFC North, congratulations! That's the closest thing. That's the closest you're ever going to get to being AFC North leaders. Dude, they were almost solely in possession of the AFC North. If the fucking Bills, yeah, that is that is true. If the Bills could have finished the job and not had what the Steelers creep back into the game, yeah, that was disappointing. But (laughs) all right, so uh, you all set with that game? I don't think I have anything else to say. Um, It was a good game, great OT game. Um, I thought we were already going to have a tie. I was sitting. We were sitting watching the Patriots game with uh, with James and Chris, and I was like, "Oh, well, we got our first tie. There's no way that this game's gonna end." And it did. So there we go. I'll go to move be fair, over. Even my... if they tied, the game still would have ended. <laughs> At least I hope. Anyways, so. <laughs> fucking asshole. Actually, uh, that game is still going on right now. Yeah, it's yeah, it's tied 106 to 106. Um, they just keep going back and forth. So grueling. Oh, my God. Imagine a week-long yeah. football game. Oh. Yeah, I know. I know. Oh. Um, I still can't get – side side note before we move on. I still can't get over that 7 OT game Tampa and Columbus played like two years ago either. Yeah, that's – That was ridiculous. Fucking, I think it was five, but still. I like, thought it was seven, but you're probably right because I don't follow either team. So, moving on, my game of the week, it's going to be the Browns. It's going to be the Chiefs. Tough, tough loss for the Browns uh, as they really had control of most uh, of the game most of the way through, and then Kansas City's offense just woke up right at the right at the right time before time ran out, and then they just they snuck in there and took that W. So, as as a Browns fan, for James, I know this was a tough one to swallow watching him throughout watching our game, seeing his hope slowly fade away with every play that went by and Kansas city slowly got back, you know, their feet under them. Um, and I mean, this is just, this is just <laughs> what we're used to with Kansas city. I mean, you know, they are a second half team. Yeah. They, they are very much reminiscent of the Brady Patriots. Yep. Very much so. Yeah. And not wrong. Y- you see that score at halftime. I think it was a 22 to 10 or whatever. Yeah. Something like that. Yep. And it's like, dang, the Browns are fucking kicking their ass. But it's Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And you would think you would think, oh well that might be enough. Nope. No, it's not. No. Oh, it's not. Twelve point half time lead might as well be tied at halftime. Yeah, I mean, seriously. It, it, and the thing for me is like it, it was a good game. Mm-hmm. You know, both teams played very, very good football. Yeah. 100%. It just unfortunately a four point swing in the opposite direction and that was it for the Browns, but Patrick Mahomes had 337 yards through the air, three touchdowns, played phenomenal. My game, uh, my game, my player for that game, I mean, I don't think it can be anybody else, but Tyreek Hill, 11 receptions, 197 yards, and a fucking touchdown. Jesus Christ. What, what, what is, what are we going to do? Like, what is anyone in the league going to do to stop this man? Like, I mean, obviously we saw it. (laughs) We saw it. I know. We saw it last year in the Super Bowl. If you can get to Mahomes and pressure him, it doesn't matter how far Tyreek Hill is downfield. But I I don't think that that's even necessarily the case. Yes, that played a huge role in it. Don't don't get me wrong. But we saw some of the things that Patrick Mahomes was able to do under pressure. Oh yeah, no, I know. The man made a throw parallel to the field of play. Yeah, I know. Accurately. I know that was ridiculous. And his receiver dropped it. Oh, I know. I was there. I saw the whole thing. Like, yep, dude. I know. It I know. doesn't matter how much pressure he's under. I know. If there is the slightest window, he's going for it. He's fucking going for it. Yeah, he's going to be successful most of the time. Yeah, it's like seventy-five percent. Yeah, three it's, out of four it's times. Wild. I, I, Patrick Mahomes is the most physically gifted quarterback to ever play the game. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Oh, and here's a Chris. Hey, friends. Hey, Chris. Hey, Admiral. Um, we are. We're currently talking about the Browns uh, Chiefs game. Uh, it's my game of the week, um, so I'll just fill you in on what what our format is for today, sir. Excuse me. We are doing a game of the week, 
uh, disappointment of the week, and then we have a surprise of the week. It can be a player, it can be, it can be a game, whatever you want. Can the Browns also be disappointment of the week? They can if you really I want them to, like but I feel like that's harsh. a stretch. Yeah, that's I pretty mean, harsh. They were winning. Okay, yeah, yeah I I understand Jeez. that, but like Just there kidding. are some other there are some other other players and or games that were disappointing, but I um I'm just kidding. Well, I was as I was saying, Tyreek Hill, eleven receptions, 197 yards, and a touchdown, ridiculous stat line for week one for him. Um, he he just he has one of these games every like three games. He just pops off like almost two hundred yards receiving. It's ridiculous. Well, see, that's that's what is so crazy about the Chiefs' offense. When you said, "How are they going to stop this guy?" You can literally look at three players on that offense and be like, "How are you going to stop that? How are you going to stop Mahomes? How are you going to stop Hill? How are you going to stop Kelsey? How are you going to stop any two of the three? Never mind all three of them. There's no chance. The Chiefs are ridiculous. Their offensive unit is out of this world. Yeah, and is never going to be outdone by anyone. No, <laughs> no. I mean, and and it's it's only. The only way it's going to change is if is if one of these players decides to move on or they retire, and that's probably not going to happen for a very long time. So we're going to be watching this trio of players dominate the league for very a very very long time. Well, don't forget they're paying Patrick Mahomes a half a billion dollars. So yeah, Tyreek Hill, I could see getting greedy somewhere down the line. He could. That's what I'm saying. But like you know, if everything falls if everything falls into place and they keep that trio together. And or, or they have a way to keep that trio together, they will. And I think the, all three of them would like to continue playing together. Oh, God, please. But, uh, I mean, I, I don't really know what else to say about this game other than Patrick Mahomes is a magician, Tyreek Hill is ridiculous, and <laughs> good luck to any other team. Good luck to the Ravens next week. I don't know what they're going to do. Um trying to stop that team, especially with, like, you know, losing three people to ACL tears within a matter of three seconds. Um, that was so. still the craziest bullshit ever. Ridiculous. J.K. Dobbins, see ya. Gone. Didn't they lose, I'm, well, um... The whole Ravens <laughs> team all tore their ACL in a matter of two days. That's the point. Like, they lost key pieces on offense and defense, all to the same injury within a matter yeah. of, like, a week and a half. And um they lost Gus Edwards and Marcus Peters on back-to-back plays. Exactly. I know. And then they lose that game to the Raiders. You think this is their season? No. No, it's Good not. luck. Good it's luck. Lamar. Lamar's not going to cut it. No, he's not. I'm he, sorry. He's not. He's not. He's not. He's not. Um, but, Chris, do you have a game of the week that you want to get to, or should we move on and do our thing here? And then if you have anything to add, you can add it while we're kind of sporadically going with this. No, I mean, I, I'm good with the Browns Chiefs. That was a great, that was a battle. That was a great game. Yeah, I was just going to say, you can pick your own or you can agree with, it doesn't matter. No, I, I agree. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was a really good game. I know James was watching it while we were watching the Patriots game. Um, and like I like I told Drew earlier, I was like, I was watching every play, like the hope being sucked out of his body. <laughs> it's just, it. that's just, that is, I don't know what, what, what a better description of watching the Chiefs play a game against your team than that description right there. Yeah, no, that's fair. I feel like that's pretty accurate. I feel like that's a pretty good segue point to yeah. our next little segment here for our disappointment of yeah, the week. Yeah, dis- disappointments of because the week. Because as Zach and James were watching the, the Patriots oh and the Browns play actual football games, real competitive actual NFL football yeah. games, yeah. Oh my... my my Packers, oh boy, oh boy, they they went out on the field and boy did they go out on the field. <laughs> yep, they, where that ended. they attended the game, Drew. They you're, were you're there. Absolutely they right. They were in the game. Were in Jacksonville, yeah, Florida. Hundred percent. You're not wrong. Um, yeah, uh, the Packers secondary made oh Jameis Winston look like Joe Montana. Um, yep. The Saints defense, I I do have some issues with how how aggressive they were and uh, how much they were on the receivers, but that's okay. That's that's the game. That's life. Um, Aaron Rodgers, very disappointed. He didn't look bad per se. He looked disinterested. 
He yeah. looked like he did not give half. That a is not good. That is not a good sign. He's done. He's done. So, He's at it with the Packers. We'll we'll see how this goes. His words after the game were, you know. Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> but every time that he's gone out and said, "Hey, it's a game. Relax. We'll be all right. We have been up until the NFC Championship, but that's okay." Um, yeah, so I, I'm not worried. It was definitely the worst performance I've ever seen out of the Green Bay Packers in my time being a fan of the team, which is at a decade now, which is fun. Um, Congratulations! Yeah, thanks. But yeah, no, that was a pathetic display of football. Um, couldn't ask for a better turnaround situation than a primetime game against the fucking Lions at home. So I'm not worried. I'm sure they'll come out and, and tear the Lions up. Please. You've re- <laughs> you please. Uh, yeah, I, I would. I would certainly I hope they do. You don't think they're going to? No, I I'm do. Not saying I, that I, they're not going to. I just think that. There's get a lot of turmoil going on in the Packers organization well, that we're not I mean, yeah. hearing yet. I mean, Rodgers looks so disinterested. There's points where you can look, you can watch him on the sidelines, and he's like laughing, and they're getting their ass kicked, or you know, I, I he just, I think he's just miserable. He realized obviously he took the contract because they waited it out so long, and now he's like, nah, I wish I didn't do that. I should have went elsewhere. Well, he didn't he, have a choice. I know. He he could either play in Green Bay or retire. <laughs> that was about it. Yeah, that's fair. So, I don't know. It really is going to come, like, it's week one. So, yes, he seems disinterested. Yes, it was a fucking shit show. But we'll see how we go. If we go and destroy the Lions, all is well. Shipwrighted, more or less. If we go out there and look like dog shit again at home against a bad team a bad team a very bad team yeah then oh god start burning shit that's bad <laughs> oh god bad. that is the worst right. of signs that yeah is i want to see i want to see in riots no it's in the fucking streets i want it i want the Burn chaos all of the cheese yes melt it Melt the cheese! All right. It's going to be covered in a goop of melted cheese. Jesus Christ. Wisconsin in of itself will become one giant cheese curd. (laughs) What it was always meant Meant to to be. be. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? All right. Um, Anything else on that game, Uh, Drew, Chris? No. Please, move on. I I do have a comment. I think that – I think this is probably the best you're going to see Jameis Winston all season. Yes, 148 yards. Um, but five touchdowns. I I meant the touchdowns more or less. I I think that I think that he got you know a lot of help, and in the fact that the Packers did not play football at all. Yeah, um, the defense was just kind of like, hey, look at that guy. Oh my god, that ball! It's going towards the end zone. Look at him go. Where's that going? Wow. What do we do with that? Are we supposed to do something about Shit, that? Shit! What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> um. I think I think a lot of people after that I well so like you know people were like oh James Winston this James Winston that before the season and then he has that performance and now people are like well he's you know he's gonna be this he's gonna be top five QB pump the brakes he, he pump the fucking brakes he's yeah. not gonna be a top uh, five QB bold. he 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 might break top fifteen I just he's got the arm he's got the talent that's fine I just think he's gonna start reverting back to his old self. Sooner rather than later. You'd have to um, assume at some point that that's. I, I would think so. Speaking of, um, you know, resuming terrible play from before switching teams, <laughs> my disappointment of the week is going to be Ryan Tannehill and the Tennessee Titans. What the fuck kind of football were they playing? Oh yeah, that was also bad. Not that not cart- quite on the same scale of bad, but no, also no. very bad. No, I, I and and I gotta give credit. The Cardinals played a very, very good football game. Chandler Jones, five sacks in one game. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, Holy shit. That was um, dominant. Yeah, my they heart got a, broke. they got a good team in Arizona. They, they do. Certainly do. And, and I just think it's funny. Every year we're like, Well, yeah, that NFC West is really the best division. The NFC West is literally eons ahead of any division in football right now, and it's disgusting. 
obviously, if you're a fan of one of these teams, it's it's good and it's bad at the same time because you have six games against these three other teams that you're like, this could this is a 50-50. That's called playoff conditioning, baby. Exactly. So, you know, any team that comes out of that division, I think, has a real shot at winning a Super Bowl no matter what team it is. If I think any one of the 49ers, the Seahawks, and the Rams would not look out of place in the Super Bowl. The, the Cardinals would be a surprise. I don't it would think be a surprise. I don't think they're quite Super Bowl ready yet. No, I, I don't but think if they, they are. Can win that division, that's a different story. If they make it as a wild card, I don't think they have any chance. Right, right. If I they agree. win the NFC West, barring all the other teams falling apart like San Francisco did last year, if they win that division, that's a whole different story. Yeah, if exactly. If they win the division as it stands, that is a Super Bowl contending team. And this is the first time in a while where I've had where I've looked at a division top to bottom and been like, I really don't know how this is going to turn out. Like, no. I, I don't. Uh, outside of the NFC East, but for the completely well, but for the reason. yeah, it's like <laughs> you literally could toss a coin and it wouldn't matter. Who's gonna be the least bad? The least bad team, <laughs> literally. And that's the thing. That's the thing that sucks is because you could get a seven and nine NFC East team and have all of the teams in the NFC West managed to go above 500 somehow and because realistically if no it can happen i'm saying i think it is pretty likely to oh to happen oh yeah i mean probably um and that's the thing though is that they're all playing six games against each other and then there's that additional game that they get so the teams that were towards the bottom of that division last year are going to have a little bit easier of a time anyways uh yeah so this game ryan Tannehill did not play well at all um, the stat line is a little misleading. 21-35, 212 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. Um, it, most of those yards didn't come until later on in the game. Uh, for you know, for the first three quarters, they were just getting bullied. And, 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 like, I mean bullied. Chandler Jones was all over the place. Disrupting plays, sacking the quarterback five times, like I've already mentioned. Um, they limited Derrick Henry to 58 yards on 17 carries. That's not easy. <laughs> That's not easy to do. No. And and even uh, um, I uh, saw Taylor Lewan. He he tweeted out. He's like Chandler Jones just literally made me his bitch. Like all game. Chandler Jones was on another level that game. Um, and I'm very excited to watch him continue to just dominate offensive lines. Um, <clears throat> and now he has JJ Watt on the opposite end. That's so that's a scary ass team. Dude. Right. That's a scary ass defensive line, especially where Chandler Jones is good on his own right. Now you put JJ Watt on the other side and def- and offensive lines are like, "Uh <laughs> uh wh- coach, which one, please? Someone help us." Like, seriously. All right. I mean, all right, tackle and guard. All right. You guys are double teaming the edges. Center, you get everybody in. Yeah, <laughs> and we, good luck. And we'll have <laughs> we'll have court. We'll just have the quarterback roll out every play. Have fun. Um, yeah, seriously, but yeah, I mean, it's they're going to be a very good defense. I mean, it's going to be very fun to watch this team. Kyler Murray, QB one in fantasy this year, locking my locking that pick, locking it down. I like that. I'm locking that pick. I mean, you you go you go to this offense. Two hundred ninety eight yards for Kyler, four touchdowns. He did throw a pick. Um, DeAndre Hopkins had two touchdowns. Christian Kirk had two touchdowns. Well, yeah, Rondell Kyler Moore scored one on the ground, didn't he? What's that? Yeah, Kyler scored one on the ground too. Oh, he did. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, oh, I see that. Yes, I see that here. My fault. Um, yep. So DeAndre Hopkins six receptions, eighty three yards, two touchdowns. Christian Kirk five receptions, seventy yards, two touchdowns. Welcome back, Christian Kirk. He's been a little absent. Uh, Rondell Moore. First game, you know, decent game for him. Four receptions, 68 yards, and a, uh, no touchdowns, sorry. Um, very quiet from A.J. Green. First game as a Cardinal, only two receptions, 25 yards. Um, but, I mean, that's kind of the role that they see him in anyways as, as a tertiary receiver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I when he when he signed with the team, I saw him as he's just getting covered. Like, he's, he's there to be covered, not to actually make a difference, and that's going to open up roles for Christian Kirk, for Rondell Moore, and for DeAndre Hopkins. Because yeah. you have to respect a name like AJ Green, no matter what. You have to respect that name. Oh yeah, if you On don't cover him well, he's gonna burn. He's you. gonna burn you exactly right. So you, you have to you have to treat him like he's still a top five wide receiver because he can flash and he can you know he can have flashes of that. Oh yeah, in oh, game. God, I'm um, sure we'll see it. 
Yeah, am, yeah. So we'll see it. Uh, but yeah, so that game is definitely my disappointment. I thought it was going to be a lot closer of a game. I thought the Cardinals were going to have a tough time slowing down Derrick Henry, which they clearly did not. I thought Ryan Tannehill was going to play way better than he did. Um, I was also very disappointed with A.J. Brown. Four receptions, 49 yards. He did have a touchdown, but um, not what I was expecting from him either. I mean, again, it's middle of the middle of the road, 50 yards and a touchdown. Not bad, um, but... I was definitely expecting more from that offense, um, especially well, the defense. The defense did not play well. The they, offense, I feel like especially early in the season, kind of is going to go as Derrick Henry goes. You know, yeah, that's true. If you're Derrick Henry and they don't really have a run game and you're making them throw the ball and kind of taking Derrick Henry out of it, Mm-hmm. You're going to have a much easier time of shutting I Ryan Tannehill down. If you I, could just let J.J. Watt and Chandler Jones loose on that man, what are you going to yeah. do? Yeah, the, that's the do? thing. Like, It worked for the Cardinals. Not every team has Chandler Jones and J.J. Watt on their front seven. But, um, you know, obviously it helped the Cardinals lock down Derrick Henry, lock down any chance Ryan Tannehill had of completing plays. Um, so, I mean, it's 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 going to be a good formula for teams. They're going to watch this week one game and film, and they're going to go, this is how we're going to beat the Titans. So, tough loss for the Titans, very disappointing for the Titans, and honestly, it's a little scary being a Titans fan right now because everyone has the formula to beat you, just like everyone has the formula to beat the Ravens. You stop Lamar, you stop the team, that's it. So, stop Derrick Henry, stop the team. Stop Derrick Henry, you stop the team, and that's evident here. 57 yards on the ground through 17 carries. I mean, hey, that's what... The defense looks like a fucking peewee defense. <laughs> that That's whole... generous. That's very generous, Drew. <laughs> uh, yeah, they look like a bunch yeah. of infants that have never taken their yeah. first steps. Yeah, <laughs> but that's okay. How you yeah, keep your head coach after a game like that, I don't know, as the Packers, Ooh. but... Whoa, oh, whoa, right, whoa, right, whoa, right. whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> now he's going after the coach. First is Aaron Rodgers' <laughs> Mr. 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 LaFleur has a 26-6 and six record in the regular season going into this game. <laughs> you, the, hold How on. Many <laughs> How many Super Bowls? He's been a head coach for two years. How many Super One Bowls? One blowout does not constitute getting fired. I'm, I mean, I'm hey, if it was Matt Nagy, I'm just kidding. Yes, but the the Packers need to pick their ass up. Well, yeah, no kidding. They they should be able to do that against the Lions. But let's move forward. Speaking of the Lions, in my surprise of the week, the Detroit Lions. Um, oh. Yes, they lost this game. Yes, their defense gave up 41 points. Um, so I guess for me to say the Lions is a little bit of a misjudgment. The Lions' offense, however, is my surprise of the week. Hawkinson, Swift, and Williams. All had eight receptions. Again, TJ Hawkinson, top five tight end in the league. Can't deny it. Dude's a beast. Love yeah. TJ. I mean, um, I would I would argue that it's tough to put him anywhere outside of number four. Yes, I, I agree. I think he's four. I, I think there are some people out there that are still like, oh, Mark Andrews. And it's like, Mark Andrews has a relevant Mark Andrews is not great. I'm not Mark Andrews had you. one good season and then yeah. died. Dipped. He's nowhere. He is. Um, the, oh, he's. Oh, he's in Baltimore too. He's crazy. He's Chris Davis. Chris Davis on the Orioles oh. had that fucking monster oh, home run season, yep. and then just became the worst baseball player of all time. Didn't he have like a one twenty something batting average? Oh yeah, the dude went hitless for like almost a hundred at bats. Or so he, yeah. he didn't get a hit. You know for like who he got eight that years. first hit against? The Red Sox. Of yep. He did. Yeah, he did. Of course he did. That's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, the dude straight up didn't get a hit for like three months of MLB baseball. That's terrible. Yeah. Well, Who's Mark Andrews, welcome player? to Baltimore mediocrity. Um, <laughs> yes, Mark literally. Andrews. One flash of brilliance and then. Yeah, that, that's tough. But again, my surprise of the week the Detroit Lions offense, Jared Goff especially. Uh, not surprised with TJ Hawkinson. I expect that from him every week. Go, TJ. Yeah, I need you. Not, You're not my fantasy giving team. me a whole lot of reasons to be optimistic about next week. Thank you. TJ. TJ, if, you, if, you're, if you're hearing me, sir, I need you. I need you to win my fantasy league, please. Thank you. All right, uh, Drew, disappointment of the week. I mean, not uh, surprise of the week. Excuse me. My surprise of the week is the motherfucking Houston Texans, dude. This team, I expected to go out and look like a bunch of bumbling idiots trying to do something that looks like American football, and that's not what they looked like. No. 
they went out there and played a damn good game against a Trevor Lawrence-led team, albeit it's the Jaguars. I understand. They're not good, but yeah. that's fine. They put up 37 points. They did, and that defense had three picks. The defense had picked Trevor Lawrence up three times and held the Jags to, what, 21? 21 points, yep. That's damn impressive for a team that I expected literally nothing from. It is, it is. I mean, and, and, you know, I'm looking at the stats right now. Tyrod Taylor managed the game exactly how he needed to, 21-33, 291 yards, two touchdowns. Um, this, this, this whole running back by committee thing for the, the Texans, is probably going to pay off, honestly. Well, they when have Mark Ingram. When your committee is Mark Ingram, David Johnson, and... Philip uh, Lindsay. And Philip Lindsay. <laughs> Dude, what? that's a fucking nasty backfield. I mean, Mark Ingram is still good. Mark Ingram yeah, is still oh, 100%. good. Oh, 100%. The way that he plays, is it, it's kind of Frank Gorish. Yeah, almost. Yeah, I, I I, it's a sustainable there. style of running back play. Exactly. And... David Johnson still has got a little bit left in the tank, for sure. But Philip Lindsay is a whole extra little spark plug in different situations. Oh, dude, that running back room is nuts. Yeah, it'll be, like very, it'll be interesting to watch. I mean, obviously, for fantasy, it's a whole different story. Yeah, um, no, but just for just for sheer like viewability or watchability, yeah. At least there. there's something to watch about yeah. the Texans. That's true. I mean, yeah. More than on, I could have on the field before this game. And I'm sorry, but... Tyrod will always be a good story. Always. always. I like Tyrod Taylor. I'm I love Tyrod Taylor, yeah. Guy. Ever since always he brought the Bills ever since he brought the Bills in the playoffs at nine and seven and won that playoff game, like on the very last play or whatever, like I will always respect Tyrod Taylor. Dude. Um dude's a, dude's a baller. Also, Brandon Cooks, again, this year will win people fantasy leagues. Yep, I, I wish I played him instead of Mike Evans. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, five receptions, 132 yards. That's that's a tough one to swallow. That's 18 points you left on the board there, buddy. Well, not quite. What? Mike Evans scored five. So that's 13. that's 13 points you left on the board. That's still a significant amount. That would have been a win um, instead yep, exactly. of a loss. <laughs> um, also, surprise of the game for this game for me that I just found out. Forgot Danny Amendola existed in the league. He's on the Texans. Fun. There you go. You there's, your, there's your Randall Cobb replacement. And then also I love... I love that the Texans are the only team in the AFC South that could walk out of week one undefeated. I know. (laughs) Who the fuck would have thought that was going to be the case? The Colts Colts disappointed this week, but not as much as the Titans. No. Got to say that. They both walked out of the NFC West with a fucking L, which is hilarious. Because fuck the AFC South. But anyways, Chris, do you have any surprises from this week? Anything that you watched that was like... Everyone kind of disagrees with me, but I was surprised with Mac Jones uh, and not in a good way. I think he looked lackluster and lost on the field. And so far, almost everyone has disagreed with me. That's just from Patriots perspective. Uh, That was probably the biggest surprise. Definitely not. Biggest surprise was the Packers, obviously. Um, I was surprised, but Mac Jones definitely looked lackluster to me. He didn't look like he knew what he was doing. I mean, we were laughing at the beginning of the game. He turned around and spiked the ball behind him. <laughs> that play was that was so bad. Yeah, that was, I mean, that's it, rough. Yeah, but I don't think I I, I do disagree with you. I, I think that they definitely had points in time where he looked pretty good. But and, he he has potential. He he does absolutely does. He's willing to learn. He's He's moldable. He is, and, and I'm excited to see what they can do with him. Um, and they have weapons to play with. They, they do have some. They have some. The tight end game is definitely an area where they something can... out. They will field a decent offense, and their defense is going to be good. Yeah, I mean, their defense is going to be good no matter what, I think. Um, you know, 17 points against that Dolphins offense, honestly. Like, there were there were points I'm like, oh, God, the Dolphins could probably run away with this. And they didn't. They stayed close. Um, no, unfortunately, I, I they didn't. They, they didn't win that game. They lost by a point. I mean, that's a close-ass game against a team, a Dolphins team that barely missed the playoffs. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what the Patriots are going to be this year. I still think they're going to be like a 10-7 and 7 team and maybe scrape into the wild card. But um, let's move forward. My last thoughts on week one here before we move into our week two preview. Um, did you guys watch that Raiders-Ravens game? I watched the very end of it, yeah. Me too. 
You too. Chris? Huh? Did you watch that Raiders-Ravens game? I did not. Oh, okay. Well, I'll talk I'm about this just for a second. I'm behind on the games. I'm like, oh. That's okay. Um, I'll talk about this just for a quick second, and then I'll play the clip. Um, this is my clip of the week. So, that last that last part of OT. Oh, my God. Uh, Derek Carr, they're driving down the field. Literally, all they had to do was run the ball. If they get a first down, cool. If they don't, then they kick the field goal and win the game. Carr decides to throw the ball. It gets picked in the end zone. So, there's your, fir- there's your first, like, what the fuck were they thinking? Then move forward maybe five plays. Don't don't forget that this is all after the Raiders celebrated a win on that the play that was very close but very clearly not a touchdown. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um so oh. yes, this is the that was the preamble. <laughs> then Lamar fumbles the ball. Raiders get the ball back. Carl Nassib, baby. Yeah, Car yes, literally Carl Nassib. What a what a guy. Um and then this play right here was how it ended. Ouch. Dude. Ouch. I saw I saw him lob that ball and I went, Boy, does it suck to be a Ravens fan right now. I didn't yeah. even look at the screen. I just turned around. I'm like, that's a touchdown. I knew it. I knew it right away. They sent they they went all dogs. All dogs go. They had what? One person in coverage? Down the field? Yeah, and I, he was relatively close to Zay Jones and then just kind of gave up. Yeah, he just gave up. He was he like, yeah, nah, I'm, I'm kind of that. Done and with that this part game. specifically is what I honed in on when I watched it. I watched the replay. I was like, why did he not? He, he might have caught him. He could have caught him. He po- possibly, could've. absolutely. But that and that is why I think that this year the Ravens are going to be a sub 500 team. That attitude right there, paired with the fact that they are getting these ridiculous injuries, Lamar's confidence is going to go. <clears throat> And they're going to be a sub five hundred ten team for the first time in in Lamar's starting career. I can see that. I can very much see that. I called it last year. I said Buffalo was going to be better than the Ravens. They ended up beating them in the playoffs. I'm shooting my shot again with the Ravens, sub five hundred team, calling it. But that was my clip of the week. Um, I definitely want to do more of those because I like playing videos. So, um, but let's move right on, guys. If you don't have anything else for week one, we can move right on to week two. Um, we had our Thursday night game. I don't know if anybody watched this. I will just talk about this quickly. Um, if anybody has anything to say, please chime in. Um, let me just go to the game really quick. This was the Washington Giants game. I shit on this game the minute I saw it was the, the first game of week two. And honestly, I was kind of wrong. It was a pretty good game. It was a pretty decent game. Like I, I was surprised at how efficient the offenses were, um, especially with Washington's defense being as good as we thought it was going to be. I mean, their front, the their four interior, or sorry, their four linemen are all former first round picks, so that defense is loaded with talent. Yeah. Um, and you know, not for nothing, they were a really good defense last year and the year before that. So it was a little surprising to see them give up twenty nine points. Um, how about Taylor Heineke? I like that. Like that guy. Mm-hmm. Like that story. Um, yeah. Let me. Um, I am gonna talk about this a little more. I'm gonna try and find that clip of him throwing that touchdown. Um, Thirty yard dart right to the back right end of the end zone. Um, I don't remember who it was. Caught the ball, toe tap, turned around in the in the end zone for the lead. I mean, what a fucking what a what a game. But yeah, no. It's when you put these. These NFC East teams against each other, it usually produces at least an entertaining result, and this time it actually was football. So that's pretty fun. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. I think I found it. Um, it was Ricky Seals Jones, too, which is really funny. I haven't heard that name in a while. Um, but yeah, what a what a play. Yeah, I mean, it it, it it was good football. Surprisingly, like I said, um, Taylor Heineke really did enough to win them this game. I was just really surprised at how subpar Saquon was this game. Um, Sterling Shepard had a really good game, nine receptions, 94 yards. Um, and then a little bit of a drop-off. Darius Slayton had a couple of drops, um, especially one. I think it was like an 88-yard touchdown that he would have had, but it, he just just completely dropped it. So the Giants definitely left a lot on the field. This is a team that can win games like these, but they keep making those mistakes. And I think that's a huge thing, especially for, you know, if you're going to try and defend Daniel Jones – consistently saying oh well here are these mistakes again how much longer are you going to defend him before it's like all right well we need to try something different 
Yeah, get some people that can not make mistakes. Right. Well, I mean, and you know, for him, for that specifically, I mean, that's on, you know, that's not on him. That's on. No, no. Um, uh, hello. What the right, fuck happened? Ah, uh, Wi-Fi went down. Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, um, where was I? Where was I? Where was I? Uh, oh yes, Darius Slayton. Um, yeah. I mean, how long are we gonna pander to, to Daniel Jones and continue blaming everyone else but him? This game, I get it. He had a good game. Um, also, weird but true fact: Daniel Jones is the number three rusher in the NFL right now. And Daniel Jones needs to stop fumbling the football. Oh, oh no, very true. Very that 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 is a mistake that Daniel Jones needs to fix. Yes, yes. That you are a hundred percent right. I don't know. Uh, anybody else? Any any anybody surprised by Saquon in this game? Uh, he had like 18 carries, 58 yards. That's it. Yeah, he had a lackluster yards? performance. 18 carries for how many yards? Like 15. What? Yeah. That that's terrible. Hold hold on. Hold on. That's, that's what I was trying to say. That is god awful. All right, I'm uploading the clip right now for you guys so you can watch Taylor Haneke do his magic, and then we'll move on to week two and just kind of give a little synopsis of games that we're looking forward to. So get ready, boys. Pick your games. All right, uh, guys? Oh, oh, 57 yards. Okay, that's Jesus yeah. Christ. What, I thought what you said you 15. Oh, no, 57. <laughs> I was like, would you... I thought it was like 15. So 57. Under one yard to carry, uh, that's... True. Yeah, not great. I mean, still not. That's good a little right. still not good. No, but better than fifty three yards per carry. Yeah, it's exactly what Derrick Henry did, basically. Um. All right. Well, guys, here's this clip I was talking about. This is the throw to Ricky Seals Jones, twenty three, twenty two yard throw. Taylor Heineke on the money. What a throw! What a throw! That was, that was a good. Dime. That was a dime. So, now that you've seen it. Guys, uh, I'm very excited for Taylor Heineke. I think that he can take over as the sole proprietor of the Washington offense. They don't need Ryan Fitzpatrick. They have a guy there. I think he's proved himself enough that he can take over. They had a tough task with the Chargers week one. Um, but, you know, they come out, they win an, an important division game. There was, what, four, 440 left on the clock in the fourth quarter. They were down. That touchdown was huge, obviously pivotal because they won by a point. So, and in Taylor Heineke's two starts, one being in the playoffs against the Super Bowl champions, almost knocking them off, almost knocking them off. He has played very well. I don't yeah. see any reason that he should not be just full heartedly given the reins yep. to this team. Um, and I think he's gonna he's gonna have more time to prove himself as well because Ryan Fitzpatrick is gonna be probably out for the next couple of weeks with that hip injury, which. Yeah. Funny enough, I was listening to David Chuck, radio podcast. Um, apparently, his injury happened at a water park, not on the field. Oh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. He went down the fast slide and then bumped his hip and then oh, re-aggravated you it during the game. Old man, yeah. you. He brought his seven kids to like some like sort of water park in Maryland. Wait, he has seven kids too? Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of kids. Oh, is Philip Rivers 2.0, except not he's as better. good. He's better. At what? Living. All right, fair, but he's not better at football. No. No, he's not better at football. He but did go to Harvard, though. So. He did go to Harvard, so that's what I'm saying, better at living. All right, week two, we're going with preview. Obviously, we kind of give you our little synopsis of that Washington Giants game. Um, boys, games of the week, or games you are looking forward to this week, Go. If no one says anything, I will start. I mean, do you want me to just say Packers Lions? Is that sure, you, you can say Packers Lions. It, it can be whatever you want, Drew. The world yeah. is your oyster. Like, and you're allergic to selfish. I'm. I'm not. <laughs> I know, but that's okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I think I really said what I wanted to say about this game. But yeah, I, I think they'll bounce back. I think that Aaron Rodgers has been very good the last couple years after a loss. So I hope that trend continues. Um, all of all of the optimism. Um, but a game that we haven't talked about yet that I am kind of looking forward to as well 
I'm I'm kind of looking forward to that Pittsburgh Vegas game. Yeah, me too. I was gonna say that. That just has so many interesting moving pieces, mm-hmm. and both teams coming off of underdog wins in Week One. Yeah, true. That's true. gonna be fun. I, and I, I I think you know Pittsburgh's probably gonna be a favorite in this game. Um, I mean just just recency bias for for them, but um it. It's going to be very interesting, though. I, I, I like this. I like this storyline. I like this angle. Um, where is the game? Is it Pittsburgh? Is it in it's Pittsburgh? In Pittsburgh? It's yeah. in Pittsburgh. So Pittsburgh will be a bona fide favorite. I, I can. I, I like Vegas in this game, man. I like Vegas in this game. Interesting. Um, is Josh Jacobs going to play? This is a very good question. I don't know. But Pittsburgh's defense, man, serious, oh God, so serious good. stuff. So good, so good. Adding Melvin Ingram was so big. I know that's true. So you're you're not wrong. Melvin Ingram was a pivotal piece. I, I said that from the beginning. That's true. You did, but a lot of people overlooked it. So you you're can't. one of the few. Not, you not when, right. he, like I said from the start, not when he goes to a defense like Pittsburgh. Not when he can be that over-the-top piece, not when he is, like, that extra guy that is going to help put your defense over the top. If he has to be the guy, that's that's different. But right. in that defense, he just works so well. Man, man yeah. the Steelers are going to um, be a tough nut to crack. Defense. Yeah, they, they are. I mean, offensively, they're really not all that bad. Um, Najee Ooh. Harris adds a very, very, uh, I would say, interesting angle. Um, it, it's really going to depend on how that offensive line can protect Ben and how they're going to utilize. Mason Rudolph. Inevitably, yes. Um, but um, the game I'm looking forward to most this week, actually, is going to be the Chargers and the Cowboys. That will be an interesting I think that, that, sure. that, that game could have a lot of pop. I want to see Herbert and Dak air it out a lot, and I think we're going to see that. I mean, they, they both have very potent offenses. It'll be interesting to see how the Chargers' defense holds up. I think that's going to be our variable because um, we know Dallas' defense is garbage. But can the Chargers' defense do with, enough Do enough to stop that high-powered offense? Um, yeah. That, that my gut, really my gut tells me yes, they can. But we'll have to wait and see. I, I definitely want to watch that game. I think it's going to be a great game. It's a 425 game, too. Um, it's also paired up with the Tennessee-Seattle uh, game, which should be a, an interesting game. Um, I think the the Titans are going to have an easier time with that Seattle front seven than they did with Arizona's front seven. So this could be a very big Derrick Henry rebound game for them. Agreed. Um, just the one more point I wanted to, to touch upon on the Dallas-Los uh, Angeles game. Yes. Um, looking to see if Zeke can bounce back a little bit. Oh, true. That's true. That was not a performance that I was expecting. No. Usually very, very consistent numbers from Zeke, and they ain't that. So No, they're not. We'll see how he can do against Los Angeles' line. Should be, yeah. should be interesting. Chris, any games you're looking forward to this week? Give me a second. Sure. <laughs> I not games. Um, but... Uh, another- Another I know I there to... was a couple matchups I was focused on. Uh, another game I I think should be a good game. Um, L.A. Indianapolis. Indianapolis is looking to bounce back. It's going to be very very tough to do it, but L.A. is coming to Indy, um, so we'll see what Indianapolis team we get. I mean, obviously they were a good team last year, but now with Carson Wentz at the helm, what are they going to be this year? Yeah, no, we, we certainly don't know. So this is this is going to be the game for Carson Wentz to really prove himself and say, hey, I'm still here. Um, Agreed. And it's going to be very, very tough against that defense. Yeah, that's that's going to be very So that, that was one of the games I was just going to bring up is Rams-Colts. Oh, okay. Yeah, that that's going to be, be a tough game. But I feel like the way Matt Stafford, the way the Rams played last week, the Colts kind of, I mean, they have to play outstanding, I think, to get past that. The Rams. Yeah. Well, I, I think, I do think the Colts are a better team than the Bears. Um, they are. They they absolutely are. So but I think I think that this will be a much closer game than what Los Angeles did last week. Mm-hmm. But no, I, I don't. I don't think that. I don't think that Indy is gonna no, gonna be either. able to do enough. Me either. With Matt Stafford leading that offense, and we all know what that defense yeah. does. 
And, you know, I, I was just, you know, just looking at all the, the teams playing their schedules and stuff like that. You know, Kansas City opens the <laughs> opens the season with the Browns and the Ravens back-to-back. L.A. opens the season. They play, uh, well, I mean, they play the Bears, but then they play the Colts. The Seahawks, Colts, then the Titans. Like, um, you know, some of these teams are, you know, they have tough opening schedules. And they are, you know, we're really going to see, like, which teams are going to be able to outlast um, mm. this season. You know, obviously the Chiefs are most likely going to be there sitting at 2-0. Um, yeah. You know, does does L.A. get to 2-0? Most likely. Which team are we going to see get 2-0 out of Las Vegas and, and Pittsburgh? Who knows? But any other games that we want to talk about? Obviously the Patriots are playing the Jets this week. We'll, we'll get to watch Zach Wilson in action, so that should be fun. Um, yeah, um, I... I think Buffalo Miami is going to be a very interesting game. One. I, yep. I want to see how Buffalo reacts to playing another pr- very good defense. Mm-hmm. Um, gonna gonna be a real proving game for how the AFC is looking to shape. Yeah, up it, I mean it is. It, it, either you know there will be one team sitting alone at two and zero, or there's going to be three teams tied at one and one. So because we all know the Jets are not. going well, even if they do, it's still it's still formulated. It's the same, the same thing, but the Jets aren't going. No, I really hope not. That would that would make me very sad. <laughs> yeah, that um, but I, I don't expect the Patriots to win a Super Bowl this year. I just expect them to be good enough to make it into the playoffs, hopefully. But um anything else, guys? I'm good. Um, good? Vikings Cardinals might be interesting if Kirk Cousins comes out slinging and I, I think that could be a good game. It could. But I'm a little nervous for that game, especially what the Cardinals were able to do to Derrick Henry and Kirk C- and, and Ryan Tannehill in that game. And I think the Vikings play a very similar brand of football, mm-hmm. and that might not be great. We'll see no. what Dalvin. Yeah, based on Week One performances, and just remember that the Vikings played an overtime game against Cincinnati. Yeah. So I I don't think the Vikings prospects are really great. But we'll we'll see what happens. I, I think yeah, Arizona's too. I think it's they a... have they have a chance. They if do. Dalvin Cook can go off. If Dalvin Cook goes off, that offense can open up the field and they'll have a chance. But if they can't do anything to stop Kyler Murray, it's over. Hundred percent. So, mm. but yeah, no, I, you're, you're, it's you're one right. Of those it games is... that should be amazing on paper. Let's put it that way. That's true. That's fair. I I, I get that. I get and, that. I think tying into what you said about the Titans as well, Titans-Seahawks could be another one of those games that on paper should be an amazing game. It should, right. We'll see what happens. I mean, if the Seahawks can't contain Derrick Henry, he's it's going to be a blowout. <clears throat> so. Exactly. Um, all right, well, that it for you guys? That's about it. All right, Chris, you good? Yeah, I'm good. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Garbage Time. Um, as always, I'm Zach. Today I had Drew and then Chris halfway through. Glad you could join us. Um, you know where to find us, guys. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on YouTube. We're on Twitter. We're on SportsMe. We're on TikTok. We're on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. No, we're not on Stitcher. Stop asking us. Um, yeah, we are. I really wish we were. Like me. I don't. Yeah. All right. Well, um, <laughs> uh, stay tuned. Next week we're going to have our week two review and our week three preview. Um, and yeah, that's it, guys. Stay soggy. Bye. Bye. Chris, what's your catchphrase? There you go. All right. Bye.